Hello and welcome to uh, the Sheffield Hopcast. We are back after having uh, a weekend off last weekend, kind of life and bits and bobs getting in the way for uh, for all of us. Uh, but we are on a reduced team this week because um, Laura is away. Yeah, lockdown, do you remember that? It was a thing once upon a time, but um, now obviously kind of getting back to normal life. So it's three of us tonight. I'm James. Uh, we've got Sean there. We've got Adam there. Um, oh. We were supposed to be joined by a guest as well, but unfortunately for various circumstances, um, not going to be able to join us. Um, so we will um, hopefully get this guest on at a later date. Um, in their honour, we'll, we'll stick with our original um, beer theme, which is vegan beers so um yeah vegan beers vegan friendly beers is kind of the theme that we were going for for this week's episode so who wants to go first let's go to adam hello hi i had a bit of a choice but i've gone for magic rock which is probably something we don't see as much of in the kind of mainstream crafty world but um this is a beer that I've gone back to, and it's Clairvoyance, a double dry opt IPA. Um, it's a supermarket beer now, um, but it is one that if I am going shopping, I'll grab one off the shelf. Um, 7.2%. Um, very nice. Big, that is, big can. That's a strong beer. one for a Sunday, that. Why not, eh? <laughs> <laughs> what is it, Adam? What's the ABV on that one again? Um, 7.2. 7. 7. 2. 7.2. Mm. Yeah. Your perfect strength, James. I knew that. Seven two, something like that. The question is: Is Sean going higher or lower than seven point two? I reckon he's going to check it out and go lower. Um, I'm a very, very competitive person, but I've been caught on the hop. <laughs> I have been caught on the hop. So I, I did, um, I did have two options from this particular brewery, and one of them was a lot stronger than one that, uh, that I've selected, but would still not have beaten Adam. So it is, is, is an easy victory for him. Um, so I've gone for a brewery actually that um, I don't think we featured very, very much um, on on the Hopcast, and um, can't think of any real reason for that. They're one of the UK's most popular. Uh, modern day uh, craft breweries, um, very well heard of and um, easy to access. So um, I've gone for a, a verdant pale ale. Uh, this is one of their newer ones called uh, Unnecessary Sockets. It's a 5.2% pale ale, which is about bang on for me, actually. 5.2% is about the mark that I like for a, 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 an earlier beer. Um, and it features a hop that um, not only have I, I not had before, but um, I've got to admit I've never heard of uh, before. So um, it's got Equinot in there, it's got Brew One in there and Mosaic. But it's also got a hop called a Meridian. And so uh, I don't know anything about it, um, but we'll uh, make sure I, I do. might do a little bit of online research while we're, while we're recording. We'll see if I can find out a little bit more about Meridian. Where do we think Meridian is from? Um, it suggests a, a new world. Uh, what's the Meridian? Austra Australia, line maybe. What's Meridian, the Meridian line, in, yeah, go, goes through the, the centre of... Um, oh, no, is it? Oh, I can't remember what it is. Yeah. Something to do uh, with time or... Yeah. It, yeah. I, I think it's a line of the earth. I'm going to go for goes, Stevenage. What as a as a, a potential destination for the, for the yeah. hop? Yeah, yeah, Stevenage. Yeah. <laughs> Greenwich. It maybe. feels it feels <laughs> perhaps. Uh, uh, yeah, the Meridian Line runs through places like. Wait, is it not the equator? Is that not the same thing as the Meridian Line? Should we look it up before we start getting yeah, stupid? To, to, to. <laughs> so I, I bet, that's why I we stick to beer. <laughs> yeah, I, I better. Uh, yeah, the, the uh, I'm out of practice because I used to know all that from my tourism uh, teaching, of course. But I'm slightly out of practice with it. Uh, so I'll I'll open I'll open this now, and I've got a verdant pint glass, which I don't use very often. I don't have a pint glass that much, and if I do, I tend to go with one of my more traditional ones. So uh, a verdant a verdant pint glass to go with my, nice. my pale ale. Matching Beautiful. combo. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I feel like I'm, we I'm wearing a sorry, God. I'm wearing a Beaver Town T-shirt, unfortunately, uh, so that spoils spoils it all completely. <laughs> uh, at least so you are filling the void left by uh, Laura not being here uh, and her um, beer um, attire. Um, 
we we should we should clarify by the way from our earlier conversation there's nothing wrong with drinking beers that are less than 7.2 percent in fact <laughs> it would be very advisable to drink beers that are less than 7.2 percent um, i'm going 6.2 but i'm going really big can and i'm going i think it's the i think it's the first time that we featured this brewery on the hopcast i can't remember a time that we featured them before but we'll find out uh, and this is from daya uh, and it is mm. something good Six, six. Hmm. I, know, I think well, you're right. I've got a new camera now, so I'm like, oh, where is it? There it is. Um, <laughs> so this is. Oh, it doesn't tell me uh, what's in it. Um, oh, it does. It's a it's a citrus delight, taking a fruity IPA <laughs> and adding orange, pink grapefruit, and lemon zest to the party. Dry hopped with Sabro uh, Mateco. Mateco is that how you pronounce it? Motsweka, uh, yeah. Uh, and lemon drop. Um, yeah. Incidentally, so, I'm really sa- struggling Sabro with that. Sabro quite a lot of coconut. That is, I don't know if you can see that or not, that's, that's terrible, terrible uh, colourage on that orange <laughs> writing on a blue can. Cannot read that at all. Uh, but very much uh, vegan beer. Uh, I also just love the fact that just randomly on the side it says, 24-hour party crock. <laughs> no explanation for that. Just some pictures of crocodiles on the on the can i hope the beer is as as much entertainment as i've got from the can to be honest very good am i, am I right in thinking we've not done day before on the i don't think we have now i don't think yeah we probably <clears throat> yeah we uh, um we used to stock them in 2017 but have just not been able to uh, to, to uh, get them to allow us to stop but the, the lads down at past uh, hide out get some of their cans in Luke down at a beer stop at Drumfield. Um, but we, we can't get on the chosen list, unfortunately, at the moment. Yeah, I think bar stewards have historically tried really hard to get their beers, even to offer them a kind of a, a kind of house beer. Yeah. I think it's a bit easier if you're taking keg as well. Yeah. Uh, mm. But we, we stopped and we stopped ready, uh, Steady Rolling Man and a few others back in 2017 uh, be, before they were famous, maybe. Uh, but... Uh, then they had a problem with their, uh, their canning and had to recall a load of cans. And that then led to them not doing any cans at all for about 12 months until they commissioned their own canning line. And, mm. uh, and have been rolling with that now for a, a couple of years, I would guess. So very sought after, definitely. Steady rolling with that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, they are, they, they are notoriously a slightly difficult brewery to get hold of, although, um, so I did quite a lot of work in Leeds, and there's a place up there called uh, Little Leeds Beer House, which... Yeah. Um, Rich, Rich is good mates with them. Yeah, so that was when, I think there was nowhere else in the entirety of the UK other than from the, the brewery. I think that place in Leeds was the only place where you could get them. But that has changed yeah. a bit. Obviously, bar stewards do stock them now. And I actually got this from Turner's, um, which was a bit yeah, of a Yeah, Turner's as well, they've, yeah. They've, they've, they've started getting um, one or two cans in as well. So um, just starting to become a little bit easier to source around, um, around Sheffield. Um, but a brewery I've got a lot of time for because bit like verdant in the early days really in terms of you, you kind of feel like the the beers are a little bit kind of a little bit spectacular like you, you know you're just not going to have a bad one it's going to do what it says it's going to do and it's just going to do it well i've always always been a fan there's a wholesaler called uh pig's ears uh, who have uh, got uh extra capacity now or certainly did just at the start of lockdown and we'll we'll again shortly pig's ears are also wholesaling for them but uh, their beers go on sale i think it might be a thursday at four o'clock uh on the pig's ears website and uh, you have to be very quick and uh over the last few weeks um I've, I've just not even made an effort because uh, I've been doing something at that time. But that's also another angle for getting their beers if you can't get them direct, pig's ears. Right, okay, cool. Good stuff. So, um, Adam, you yeah. are drinking Magic Rock. We've not had a yeah. Magic Rock beer for, uh, I was going to say for a while, but actually we did, didn't we? Because um, I think Matt had a Magic Rock beer a couple of weeks ago on the gluten. No, he didn't. He had a T-shirt on. <laughs> well, he just had the T-shirt on. He didn't have the he beer. Had, um, he had Brew York, didn't he? <coughs> he did. Gluten, right. gluten gone. <laughs> so it is, it is a while since we've had yeah. uh, we had Rock. We had, when we had um, Phantasma. Um, we also did one when, when we did the episode at New Barrett Tavern. 
Um, it was one where they, they did like a collab with someone and they both brewed it at their own breweries. Um, uh, yeah. That was with, um, but it was one of the big kind of the, the, the big cans. But this is really good actually. Like um, it's really bitter actually for for um, for a kind of a hazy beer. You kind of expect a bit more, a bit, bit um, sweeter. But um, it's really good. It's really good. Um, I don't really have a problem buying their beers. To be fair, I, mean, I can understand why an independent, you know, like bottle shopper would, you know, maybe swerve it. But you know, they're still making good beers. The core beers are still pretty good, and you know, I don't go out of my way to buy them. But you know, I don't really have no personal issue buying or drinking their beers. So, um, I mean, we all, we, we probably all know of a venue in Sheffield that we may have already referenced actually on uh, on this podcast who overnight removed all traces of Magic Rock from uh, from their venue after um, it was all sort of uh, announced. Um, yeah. Sean, what, what's your kind of feelings on this one? Um, I, I didn't blame the lads at the time um, for... Um, completing a, a, a sale of their brewery. They were a private sort of sector company. Um, they've worked hard over a number of years. Um, and I suppose most private companies um, are, are in the game to make some money uh, out of running a business. Uh, that's the only way you can survive, really. And ultimately, I suppose, if a private company is offered um, an amount of money um, that uh, reaches the temptation line, um, then uh, you can't blame people for uh, for considering that. What you can then consider, perhaps, um, is in our particular case, is how it affects our our business. And certainly, um, the tradition seems to show in the UK that the minute that a brewery steps from the independent world into a more macro-owned world, uh, that for us in our little environment, the demand starts to drop off. Uh, and and so customer demand generally will will lead the way. Um, so that happened with Four Pure, who I think are, are under the same ownership actually Lion. as uh, Magic Rock Lion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, uh, despite supporting Magic Rock from from we had high wiring bottles on the day that we opened, uh, and uh, I'd, I would still uh, gladly have a, have a have a drink with the lads there and uh, and uh, team there. Mm. Um, but uh, we've just chosen now, just more recently, since lockdown, uh, perhaps not to stock any anymore. And if they're available freely in supermarkets as well, we've got to, again, consider that um, uh, commercial commercial pressures come into that. Um, so, uh, so currently we have no magic rock in the shop and no real plans to return, unless we get a flood of customers calling in tomorrow mm-hmm. saying... Um, uh, desperately, we we need some, but I don't think that's. It's that um, like it's kind of that economies of scale thing, isn't it? Really, where yeah. you know, there's you know you can't compete. You know, they you know Tesco or Morris. I know it's Morrison's do the boxes of like high wire grapefruit and stuff. Now yeah. I've not seen them in any of the supermarket, but if you yeah. get eight cans of that for ten quid, yeah, well, you know you can't touch that because you're not yeah. buying thousands of thousands of cans of it in, yeah. in bulk. And so you just, I suppose that's kind of another reason that you suppose you, you just decide to sever ties with these things is just you can't, just, there's no, you can't compete, basically. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't call it a, a severing of ties particularly. It, it's just sort of, we yeah. try to do it in a way where you, we just almost drift away from mm. from from a, a brewery um, for whatever reason it might be. Um, but we try and drift away. We stopped some uh, of their beers up until uh, lockdown in in March in a smaller way than we had done before. Uh, but we've we've drifted away. We still get their weekly email on a Friday tea time. I still have a look at it, see what they've got available. Mm. They've got a hazelnut. I think it's a hazelnut dark dark arts that mm. keeps catching my eye. I know that that mm-hmm. would probably sell all right. Um, but in the end, uh, we, we've probably just drifted over the uh, over the line and, and away, and uh, that happens with with a number of different uh, number of different breweries for different reasons. There's always someone else that we can we can mm. go to or try for new. We've been stocking double barrel, and that more recently were, were, were uh, very new to us. Um, we buy direct from Verdant now rather than via wholesalers, direct from Wylam and so on. So things change and a bit of a musical chairs situation. Um, but I, I wish my old, I find myself sat in uh, tap 
uh, over the coming 12 months uh, and enjoying, enjoying a nice afternoon in Huddersfield. So mm. uh, I'm not going to get sort of too controversial about it. Just drift away quietly. Just tying it back to the um, vegan thing, the, the Arab brewery that springs to mind is one of those who kind of quite publicly became like, you know, our, our beers are all vegan. And it was like, it's one of the only brewers I can think about historically making a kind of a campaign about it you know in some in a minor way but the, you know it was brought out and it was kind of all you know put out there properly it, rather it, than snuck out yeah um, it, it puzzles me this adam actually the, the vegan element to uh, the vast majority of modern uk beers uh, are vegan unless um generally they might have a bit of lactose yeah. in there as opposed to findings uh, on the more traditional side of things um but a lot of breweries um tend to go about that uh, very very quietly and don't actually mm. identify uh, their beer as, as vegan on the can and or the bottle and uh, that puzzles me slightly um in in sense of i don't see any disadvantage to it abbeydale well, we mention all the time on here of course but abbeydale are very good at identifying on their cans what is gluten-free what is not what is vegan what is not uh, and I think a lot of other breweries for the sake of just a, a, a small uh, a small change um, on a label could really go down that, that route and it does it does get into people's consciousness and perhaps it is a, um, a more uh, a sustainable way of uh, of doing things long term um, mm. so i think it's a it's an advantage that a lot of breweries don't still quite yet take advantage of um, do you find that um, where it's where's on gluten-free sorry Adam, where's on gluten-free i think some people uh some buyers i can see why breweries might not identify that sometimes because some buyers might think something is missing yeah. um but in in the case of a, a vegan beer I don't really see any any drinkers out there considering that bit to have to having something missing. Um, yeah, I agree with that. It, it's it, the reverse. It, yeah, it suggests that it's going to be you know a cloudier beer, a hazy beer, doesn't it? Um, yeah. That that you kind of think of unfined, unpasteurized, all that kind of unfiltered. You kind yeah. of you know you associate that with the the beers that have become particularly popular in the last kind of three or four years have been a little bit super. You know, very very. Th- thick um you know quite quite heavy beers but maybe, maybe that's an association that some breweries don't want people to make with their beers i don't know does that i mean i i, I still imagine now in in pubs there are people that if they if they get a beer and it's a little bit hazy they're taking it straight back because it's mm. a bit dirty or something yeah like yeah d- depending on where you drink i suppose on that um most of the most of the pubs that we might uh, might go in nowadays probably have much less of that yeah. as compared with with, with historically. Um, but uh, I suppose if I if I went in a banker's draft and um, bought a, a pint of Bradfield Blonde, uh, I would expect it to be clear. And if it wasn't, I'd probably assume that the beer wasn't wasn't right and, mm-hmm. and would take it back. Um, so there are still clear reasons to, to to do that on different occasions. But it just puzzles me why some breweries don't actually really give give it a a, a stamp um, on on their uh, pump clips, on their their bottles, on their cans, and and so on. And good. some very good traditional, more traditional breweries, perhaps North Riding at Scarborough, a good example, who are a modern brewery but still brew some beers. Uh, they're brilliant at their four percent pails. Uh, all of theirs are vegan, um, mm. but sometimes. Uh, you, you have to keep shouting it. I suppose some people brew beer and they're not really thinking about that kind of, you know, they're not that kind of marketing kind of aware led kind of brewery where they're not thinking, well, of course there's no meat yeah. or dairy yeah, yeah. in our beers. So why point out it's not, it's beer. Yeah. And I think it, probably it, that's the same with like client, with like the, the regular public, you know, general public is that it was really, you know, unless you kind of hyper, you're thinking about it because you obviously want to avoid it. The person I'm thinking, well, why would there be anything that's like animal yeah. product in there? Yeah. Because <laughs> you just don't yeah. know unless you're kind of more educated on it and you know that, you know, yeah. we know there's findings from fish bladder and stuff, but yeah, you know, you only find it out because you just, you've got an interest or a passion or you've come across someone who's just happened to tell you like, Oh, do you know they use fish bladders and they still find beer or whatever. Um, so maybe it's just that they're just kind of thinking, 
well, not putting it on because sure, sure, that's obvious, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 to, to be fair, to be fair to again, most modern breweries, they they know that there's nothing in there in their own beer, and so just assume that every everyone perhaps knows we would we would never use findings or an animal product in a beer and shrug the shoulders and say we would never do that. Uh, but sometimes you you just have to, from a retail point of view, it's very useful if it's uh, yeah. if it's on there. Sam Smiths are another good example. Oh, there's a oh, there's a vegan. Um, mm. And people are shocked when we when, when we tell them that um, in the shop. Do they not publicise that then? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they, they're one of the, the good ones. They're mm. one of the ones that uh, that that um, give it to give it uh, the rightful attention, and that's very useful then from a point of view of customers making a decision or uh, us helping someone purchase something. We should start a campaign for uh, clearer vegan labelling. Um, or, or perhaps yeah. we should go the opposite. Maybe all beers should be assumed vegan unless they declare contains fish. <laughs> yeah, that there's a there's a very good uh, there's a very good website, or which I've not been on perhaps for a few months, but there's a very good website called Barnivore, um, which is worth using, and you can type in there a brewery name or a beer name, and it will give you fantastic information about yeah. whether uh, a beer instantaneously whether a beer is vegan or not. All right, that's cool. That's good. That's good to know, actually. That's very handy. That's very handy. Um, right, two weeks since we last um, recorded then, and obviously um, we recorded the day after pubs had reopened last yes. time, so plenty of time for us to all kind of reflect on stuff. Um, I have been to a pub once for um, one and two-thirds of a pint, um, so very much passing visit, and only been to one, but I'll talk about that in a in a bit. What about you two, Sean? Have you been back in a pub yet? Um, no, uh, and not because perhaps um, we wouldn't want to go uh, in a pub. Um, but there are, there are two issues. The pubs that they would want to go in uh, are mostly in Sheffield, and uh, so the issue there is um, transport. Um, mm -hmm. We don't live in Sheffield. We live a, a decent drive away. And going in and having a drink and uh, and uh, a drive, of course, that would be ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, if we if we went out and had a, a had a, a, a couple of hours in the Rutland, I would love to do that. It's just around the corner from where we are. It then means I'm going to use public transport to get home, and I'm I'm more inclined to uh, that might sound silly, but I'm more inclined to go into a, a pub than I am to perhaps rely on use a public transport at minute. Yep. Our yep. local. Um, which is still a, a 40 minute walk, but uh, our local, the WhatsApp, has not yet reopened. And so, uh, end of July, I think they're aiming for. And so, we've got other pubs that are closer to where we live, but um, we'd have to have a pint of Carl in each. Uh, so, we're, we've not bothered. <laughs> I didn't realise it was a 40 minute walk to your. Mm. Yeah, down, it, down, it, means... down, down into Worth. Well, there's other yeah. pubs. Walking there and walking pubs back. Here, You've, yeah, you've Matt, Matt, we might not make it half an hour, uh, but where where we are uh, does have a pub. Um, we've cottage. got a pub that's that's now that our, our, our cottage content is one side, but um, <laughs> we have um, which is reopened. Adam, I might add, but we have the London Little Tavern, which is a, a nice walk. Oh, yeah. Actually, you can walk down some canal paths and things across to it over the back. They have Bradfield Blonde and I think Leeds Pale when I was last in. Um, so that's a, another potential option, but that would be an evening walk across, which we've just not, the weather's not been amazing. Um, and so we've just not uh, not got on with that yet. So uh, I, I appreciate, Sean, that it was the name of the beer, but no more mention of the L word, please. It is banned on this podcast. <laughs> oh, uh, at Leeds. oh, yeah, 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 Leeds. Yeah, I am I, one of the few people that uh, spends a lot of time in Sheffield uh, that doesn't mind Leeds uh, that much. I'm, I'm perhaps one of the few people that's from Barnsley that doesn't mind Leeds. Actually, actually, James, I think you've actually said Leeds a couple of times in this episode already. Um, little Leeds. Uh, I think I have oh, yeah. actually, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on. Let's move on. None of us want to have this conversation. Can I tell you about, shall I tell you about my experience? As the public tell us your experience, Adam. I'll say, I have... Was I it in Leeds? Had, no. Well, I, well, my kind of thing, I've, I've stayed like really really local i've not 
I've not, I've not had any reason to kind of really venture anywhere further than, you know, a stone's throw. I've still not been to my proper local, which is the Wisewood yet, even though I did go for a walk and I bumped into one of the guys who runs it and said, like, you're going the wrong way, the pub's that way. <laughs> um, but I had a quite quick conversation just over the road, basically, um, saying that they were still doing booking only and they trialed like a kind of a walk-up thing on a Sunday and they decided to stop doing it for now. So I, I don't really know if it just didn't really work out. But um, on Friday, um, we attempted to go to the Nags Head, which is the Bradfield Brewery Tap, which is like probably my second closest pub. Um, drove past that and it just wasn't any seating outside. So just carried on to Bradfield and went to the what, where the plough is at Lower Bradfield, which is also kind of a Bradfield brewery-led pub. And... Um, that plenty of, but plenty of space outside. I mean, it was kind of half four on a Friday. We we drove out me and my wife and my daughter, um, and my experience of it was absolutely top notch. Could not fault it in any way. Um, you know, you, you walked up, they told you where you could seat, you could pick your own seat, um, table service. You know, everything was clear. Everything was really really good. Um, toilets were absolutely immaculate, which is. Um, and it was kind of we had a little conversation between us, just saying like, "There's loads of benefits from this." Now I'm kind of sat there and I feel, I feel comfortable in this kind of thing. It just feels very European. It feels very, you know, like this is nice. This, but why, why, I prefer this to having to go to a bar. And it was not just that. It's just like I said, the toilet situation. They clean them all the time. You know, it's, it's not you know for men. I always imagine it's not quite a much a big deal because you're not having to sit down toilets as often and stuff. But you know, and just having that, it felt like staff. Well, like super vigilant and it's kind of on their minds so they're thinking about things not they're not lazily just trying to get through a shift anymore they, maybe, you know i'm not saying they're always lazy but you know I, you know how work is but you, you know, did they, say they really, you know what i mean you, just, you know you know you, you just yeah. you just get to work don't you you right, i finished at 10 let's get through it but they're having to like really think about loads of other processes which i think like even when i when i went to pay at the end she's like, oh, how, how did you find it? I said, oh, you know, it was brilliant. I, you know, and she's like, it's all right, isn't it? Like she was saying, <laughs> it's quite good. It's like, it feels quite European. I'm like, yeah, it is. And I think she was saying, like, like she'd hope for some of these things to maybe stay, you know, like, um, um, the other thing is that we're thinking is that like, it gives back the control to the, to the, to the bar or the pub in terms of like managing your kind of customers a little bit. Mm. Be like a restaurant. Like in a restaurant, you're not all just like, you're not going to rush on, of people ordering food because you know someone comes to you and you can manage you can manage how often people you you, you, you visit them so you might not have someone at the end of the bar who's drunk five pints in an hour because you've not gone back to him yet to, to get his mm. second you know second third fourth order in an hour and i think you're kind of a bit more like conscious of you know you know who who's who's drunk what and stuff because you can have your you're, you're managing your, your customers um and then today i've been for lunch up at the old horns but Hi, Bradfield. Um, so basically, I've only drunk Bradfield beers since. <laughs> um, but that again, Adam, um, sat inside. That, sound, that sounded like you were giving a call out to Hi, Bradfield. Hi, Bradfield. Hi, there's a high and a low. Oh, hi. <laughs> um, best best beer garden in the country, as far as I'm concerned. Is it? Um, oh, I'm going to disagree with that. Sure. View. You can't like that. Is just absolutely. You, you can't knock that view. When people talk about beer gardens in Sheffield, they always For think view. All right, you could have it in terms of view. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's yeah. Well, it's big as well. But yeah, that were again absolutely perfect. The way that we were dealt with, and you know, all the kind of ins and outs it didn't feel overly kind of clinical, or it didn't make you feel stressed. It was just you know, like they've been doing it forever. And yeah. Um, so yeah, big shout out to everyone I've dealt with so far. They've been amazing. So uh, yeah, I think that some of these sure. things I'd like to kind of keep. <laughs> I know what you're saying there because it does. It is that kind of continental feel that you get. And, you know, a fortnight ago, I sat here and said, I've got no immediate plans to go back to a pub anytime soon. And I hadn't done. Um, but where I live now, um, th- my local pub is the, the Stag's uh, Head on Salter Lane. Um, and I walked past it. Uh, and realised that anyone that knows the stag, it's kind of got a, a two, a, like a split level car park. There's like a lower bit and then an upper bit, and basically just fenced off the upper bit and made it just one giant big beer garden. Um, and the tables are miles apart. And I walked past thinking that looks really, really safe. It looks like a, it would be a pleasant experience to go there for a beer. Mm. Um, so I did last Friday night. So not Friday gone. 
Friday before, um, me and a friend went. We only stayed for about an hour, hour and a half or so. Um, but exactly the same experience as you, Adam, in terms of it felt very organized. They knew what they were doing. Um, the only the only thing that I didn't like is not being able to go and have a bit of a nosy at the bar to mm, see yeah. like the beers and you know it's kind of like having the beers described to you is one thing but i like to see beer labels it, you know it it it, it sort of plays a role in my judgment kind of the yeah. the label on a beer so that was a bit of a um the only thing that i could really pick fault with apart from that i mean the stag have done an incredible job they've got kind of you know plastic dividers up between all the tables inside yeah got specific that corridors like if you want to go to the the toilet you've kind of got to go right round a one-way system and back through and stuff like that it feels very very well um done and overall yeah just a really pleasant um experience so um what i would say from what i've seen and this is someone that's just seen from the outside looking in i've walked past pubs and you know obviously i kind of walk around the ecclesall road area quite a bit I've, i've walked past pubs and thought well they've not really done anything so I think there is a divide between pubs that are taking it really mm. seriously and doing everything they can to really make people feel safe and some pubs and bars that are just going, oh, yeah, please socially distance. And that's it. That's the extent of what some places are doing. So I think there is a, a divide in the places that are doing it properly and the places that are just saying, oh, you have to write your name on this sheet before mm. you can come in. And and that's like the extent of of that and i have seen a few places um on ecclesall road where you know there'd be people spilling out um and you know looked like very much like a normal saturday night uh without any evidence of even social distancing to be fair yeah i think the the one thing that actually kind of made it softened some of the clinical process i've not really thought about it until you've just said it but um for example when i went to the plow obviously they're doing table service so you ordered your first drinks and they just said could just take a name and a contact and like obviously that was feels a lot less clinical than what i've seen somewhere else where you have you know you're physically writing it down well they're, they're doing that work for you and it's done then and same when i we book, obviously booked a table for lunch then that said oh do i need to write my name in the book she went now we've got it all because you, you rang up and you booked a table you know what i mean so like there's some kind of clinical processes which you kind of think oh that's going to be really weird and they've not really some people are really kind of ironed that like we awkwardness out already it just feels quite it's normal it's quite nice it's quite nice to be back i think uh i follow lots of pub i'm sure you two do i follow lots of pubs and things on on social media and so i've paid a lot of attention to to who's done what and um i've not seen a better um prepared and operated uh pub than a particular Sheffield pub. I've not seen any better in the UK. I have not seen any better anywhere in the UK or even world. We could be, I could be awarding them a, a, the world's best. Could, could we guess? Yeah, so, could we guess? I know you uh, I, I, well, I, I, I hope both of you guess it instantly because that means they've made the same impression on you two as well. Mill owners. Mill owners. Mill owners. Yeah. Um, absolutely, absolutely outstanding from Matt, Matt and his team down there. I mean, basically what? drawn massive circle, massive circles around <laughs> all the. Um... It, look, it looks like a school playground. Yeah. It, they've done it. They've done it brilliantly. It, it, it just looks spectacular. It's that kind of like slight like nice bridge between, like, there's like they've, they've, their actual like literature about it is kind of mm. slightly passive aggressive in ways, but like in that kind of, it still feels like if you're on the right side of the fence, that's cool to say and if you're not well, you're a dickhead anyway so <laughs> it is yeah. it, basically all those rules what they basically say is look if you're just one of those dickhead sorts just don't bother coming here because we don't want you and i love that i love that i think that's fantastic and, <laughs> and fair play to them and you know what when that when that place actually opened as a bar i remember thinking god it's kind of middle of nowhere that i'd be surprised if it if it does well and it and it lasts but you know, like I mean, they were doing a great job anyway. But the world that we now find them ourselves in, what a fantastic venue to be able to do that! Because the, if there's one thing they've got there, it's space, isn't it? It's basically like the the lower level of the Steel City Beer Festival every mm. day of the week, isn't it? With the amount of space mm. that they've they've got there, I as think. long as it's nice weather. <laughs> I imagine they I imagine they're operating the, uh, there's a good service in indoors, and but yeah, I mean, the, obviously it's a business, and they're going to 
retweet and stuff about things that people have said about it. But the things that people have said about it or have been just, you know, it, it's faultless, isn't it, really? You know, mm. just, you know, why would you not shout about what people have said about you, you know, to encourage people mm. to come down? Especially, like you said, it is. It is, it is in Calabar Island, which is a drinking area, but it is like a, you have got to go out your way to find that because it's tucked away down a little, well, it's not even a street, is it? You have to kind of go off the street and then into a museum, walk through some gates and then right to the back corner. And then, you know, um, people who have been to the beer festival know, but if you've not, you would definitely think you were going the wrong way. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, it does. It just feels like you're just walking into the middle of nowhere, doesn't it? Just um, <clears throat> I, I'm sure we've all got. I mean, you know, there there are. I think if we if we had the chance to mention every venue that has reopened and done a fantastic job, we would want to do in order to support them. Um, it did catch my eye that that Shakespeare's now um, reopened. Obviously, they've opened the upstairs as well which we kind of talked about a little bit with lucy didn't we mm-hmm. about what they might um do and, and you actually think about that place with that upstairs open and then obviously the separate kind of stairs to go down um and then the outside area and you realize actually they've got a lot of surface area as well haven't they there like yeah. that's mm-hmm. quite a that's quite a, a big a big old uh, building that um and and you know there, there are obviously other venues that i think we're all kind of like patiently waiting to reopen as as well which yeah is, the Rutland uh, and the crow are back open and they've seemed to be having are they open now didn't yeah. They? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. They yeah, are. yeah industry tap as well um down towards Hillsborough, staff at new barrack and all yep. that that the, they're um, all doing a, well it's a, a, just a good job. like slight deviation but probably worth pointing out that um industry tap is now a non-lost industry, industry, tap. industry tap. Um, yeah yeah so um darren who runs the bar running it, it independently of the brewery and i think they've got the reasons it's nothing to do with it not working i think it's just they want to put more focus in the, the brewing and um so yeah it's not going anywhere it's just it might have a probably have a slight name rejig but it will be operated as a independent uh yeah bar. Oh, no doubt it will stock um lost industry beers but yeah better news are we doing a beer of the month um oh, I, i've had my beer of do. the year I've had my, my beer of the year, so... Oh, um, yeah, go on, throw one in. Don't matter if we've not got one. Hey? <laughs> it doesn't matter if we've not got one. Go for it. Um, so... Norway, lads. If I can get you to guess again. Collaboration between Yorkshire and Norway. And I've sucked both of them from a mug. Because I've had to. Is it Lerbig? L- lots of listeners, lots of listeners will be shouting this out and, and is it unable to understand you. It is Adam. Go on, keep going. Is You're it, beating through a James at the moment. No, that's Lerbig and North, isn't it? It's going to be. Was. It's going to be Imperial something. It has to be an Imperial this something. Particular... I think this is level at the moment. You've guessed the names. James has guessed the style. Come on. All right, okay. All right. Um, Why would I drink it in a mug? Tea. Because it was hot. Uh, it's um, Earl Grey. Well, getting close, James, actually. Getting close. It is the Lervig North Nitro Hot Chocolate Stout. Mm. And it's 10%. Uh, Gen chocolatiest 10% stout I have ever had in my life it's and when you best. sup it in a a, li- a little mug uh, your little coffee mug, I've got a hot chocolate mug in the cupboard which I've added it's, uh, it's remarkably authentic yeah Br- a brilliant beer and there's no over sweetness with it either I think they've Sometimes with the, such as the almonds and desserts, that they're really, really sweet. Very nice, but you feel the sweetness draining through you. Uh, on this one, I think they've just balanced it perfectly. Definite. That's good. So well cool. done, you two. You, you got that. It was a good Go one, guess. What, 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 uh, <laughs> what we got? Go on, uh, Adam, what, what's yours? Beer of the week, beer of the month, beer of the year. <laughs> Is it really crap to say like it's having a, a really your first cask beer of the of the no, last no. four months? What what was it? I'm interested. Was it blonde? Well, well, this is the thing. 
Right, I asked for a pint of pale ale, which is their five percent beer, which I tend to like upgrade myself to. Yeah, but oh, I, I kind of feel like the pod me a blonde. <laughs> so, that, so the ordering system, the ordering <laughs> system failed. <laughs> no, maybe it's just that I'm just not drunk it for that long. I'm just like. I've just lost that kind of muscle memory on some. That's it. That's yeah. That's very interesting. Trust is 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 a is a, is a big it will, thing. It will, we, it will have been. It will When we go to a bar and we order our drink, we will often um, watch what's been poured and look at it and the labels and everything else. And now you're you're having to trust uh, <laughs> that someone is going to come back with exactly what you've asked for, Adam, and you're. So that's an interesting. To be honest, it's, pr- it's probably not that though. I'm just I can't. I can't, I can't be... <laughs> that's checking now. And as an experience, it's it's nice to be back on the uh, on the cask wagon. On the cask. Yeah. Um, I don't know really. Uh, I can't think of. It's probably so it's probably it's, it's probably of the last month. It's probably Wanderer. I know we talked about it two weeks ago, but yeah. um, that's really good. I'm, I'm very. Uh, Oh, yeah, that's probably yeah, probably is. I've got a sniff that Deliverance coming back out again as well. So maybe see if we can get one of those. So you're, you're, you're looking ahead. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I've got I've got a couple of weeks left. Mm-hmm. Depends if you're going calendar month or not. So yeah, James, you got a, what did you have at the stag? By the way, uh, I had I had Green Mountain um, and I had a wheat beer, which wasn't a Thornbridge beer, and I can't remember who it was, but it was all right. It wasn't spectacular. Um, my beer of the month actually comes from about three weeks ago. Um, and I loved it so much. I took a photo of it to make sure that I remembered, which I can show you. It is Vibrant Forest, Vibrant Forest oh. yeah. uh, Darkened Ardor, which is an Imperial Tonka and Coffee Stout, which sounds as good as the description, uh, which was, I think it's 10.5%. Um and it was beautiful. I, I have a bit of a thing for um, Tonka Stouts anyway. Um, and I just, th- I mean, there's a, there's yeah, kind of like a few knocking around. And I just think, why does anyone make a stout that's not a Tonka Bean Stout? Because they're just <laughs> so much better than anything else. Uh, but that was um, lovely. Very, very, very nice. And um, without doubt, we my favourite beer of the last month. Yeah, we, we mentioned the L word earlier, and I got confused slightly because... Um, <laughs> I think the L word uh, that we're missing more than anything uh, would love that particular beer. So wh- where is Laura? I, I didn't realise until five minutes before we, we, we started recording that Laura wasn't going to be on. I imagine that she would be sat on a well, beach I've, I've, I've uh, seen talking Jim, to us. I've seen a picture of Jim with his very big beard and hair. He's basically losing any bit of his face now. Um, a beach. I think they were, might have been at Scarborough, but I think they were heading somewhere to somewhere remote, little... You know, his little kind of... All oh, right, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah somewhere on the edge of the North Yorkshire Moors, I think, wasn't yeah. it? Very good. So we're missing you, Laura. I'm sure she'll be watching this, so I thought I'd get the, the Laura, Laura <laughs> wave we'll, and everything in. We'll let Laura do her beer of the month next time. Mm. Yeah, because it's only. It's I think only, she'll probably uh, she'll probably pick yours, James, even though she's not had it. Perhaps uh, that <laughs> sounds right up her street. Well, I did. I did notice that um, Imperial Tonkoko is doing its rounds again, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, That's yeah. Through York. Uh, yeah, uh, oh. absolutely. You're smashing out the beers. I picked up a normal ton cocoa earlier today because weirdly the green shop has some random like mm. guest beers. And I thought, and I looked at it and said, oh, it's all for vegetarians. I thought, oh, well, it'll be vegan then. Then my brain went lactose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it took me a while to get it, but I said, yeah, it's a cracking. It took me a while. I think if you've never had any Tonka beers, I think the first one you might not enjoy. Mm. I don't think it's I a, see, I I see it's it's a love a, or hate it's thing. A, it's a flavour that's so unfamiliar because I don't think anything really tastes like that. No, I agree with that. It's, it's so still, like, I think Tonka beans are illegal in like half yeah, the countries of the world, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. And, and I can see why because they're absolutely addictive. Um, normal <laughs> um, Tonkoko, by the way, is um, one of those beers that falls into the category of just being ridiculous value for what it is. Because it's like, you know, four quid or whatever. It's a superb beer, that, for, for the money. Um, absolutely tremendous. Um, fair play to Brew York for, um, for keeping that so well-priced. It's uh, perhaps time for a, a proper shout-out for the Green Shop. I noticed online that they've got some beautiful new signage yeah. and that's up, Adam. So it's, it's in Hillsborough, I think. And they, yeah, it's it's of, off, they yeah, stock it's... a lot of Sheffield beers, but others as well. 
Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of um, it's on Wadsley Lanes. It's between like Hillsborough and Wadsley. It's, it's yeah. near. It's kind of near the um, Horse and Jockey, which is the Stansill pub. It's between that and uh, Hillsborough Stadium, basically. But yeah, yeah. Um, it used to be Granville's, which was like a play on the um, open all hours thing. Um, yeah. <clears throat> You couldn't go behind the but you couldn't go behind the till thing. You know everything's behind the. Um, but yeah, it's what opened Shop up. It's, yeah, it's very kind of local, you know, independent kind of source of obviously a little bits and bobs. But yeah, I've actually been a bit of a lifesaver, you know, during lockdown. You know, um, just for them odd bits that you people just gravitate straight to Tesco and other stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they've got a nice good stock and well priced, and it's just just easy for me to be able to literally walk there and yeah. you know grab it. So yeah. Abbeydale, St. Mars of the Desert, um, Steel City, Loxley, um, Thornbridge, um, New York. Yeah, just the, literally one can of Tango. So, um, yeah, I think they're just try. I think they're just trying to. They must be doing all right with it because the turnover of the locals yeah. is so good. So, I think they're just kind of just, just testing the testing the water with like yeah. some more. Um, yeah, I, my, my my sister-in-law Deborah's sister Lindsay uh, has been in York for the weekend. And they've had a really brilliant experience as well. Thought that all the the pubs had really planned things beautifully and um, felt very safe while they were there. So uh, it, it seems that not just Sheffield is 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 doing things right. They've had a, a lovely couple of nights away. So anybody fancying a, a little trip to escape the, the sort of lockdown uh, uh, period, then York's a, another great mm-hmm. option. At, the moment although i don't think brew york is open yet no i think my i think my general overview is i was kind of not bothered about i was kind of quite happy to crack on for a while and but having done it and seeing what effort people have put in if you are someone who was maybe a little bit anxious about it just find somewhere that does do something outside and pick a nice yeah. day and just test the water and you'll probably find that you know if you if you follow up on social media and stuff that you know people aren't taking the mick with it. You know, they realize it's a very serious thing. And, you know, you do one thing wrong and you, you close it again, aren't you? It only takes, mm. it only takes one little um, slip. And, um, yeah, but yeah, you might find some of the things you, you, you'd probably prefer to stay than be temporary. <laughs> it's quite nice. <laughs> it's quite nice just sitting down and going, well, someone's going to come and ask me what I want and they're going to bring you back. And did, not did having you to get... fight to get to the bar. It's great. Yeah, like, yeah. Why, why, what's, what's to dislike about that? It's fantastic. Did, did either of you get uh, something I've never, I've never enjoyed is being um, verbally told a menu or a list of something. I'm not that auditory in that sense so did either of you i realize this be, this brings a, a separate safety issue but were either of you handed a list of the beers that were available uh, either um, was, was it just was it just a verbal instruction it was at the stag yeah 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 right. no yeah i don't know but i think but i'm thinking about mine and james's experience have both been places where like obviously the stag not obviously, but Staggy's a Thornbridge pub, so yeah, you know so you're going to get their idea. core range. Plus, maybe and yours is Bradfield, Brad, yeah. kind of Bradfield. So you kind of you know, I just said, have you got pale ale on? And they went, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I imagine James, yeah. you probably did a similar thing where you just took a punt on something you fancied, or yeah. Well, I said, what have you got on? And they just reeled through the Thornbridge beers, and obviously I know them all. And they were like, and these are the guest ones that we've got on, and they were all breweries oh, so they that I'd heard good. of and stuff. <laughs> So yeah, they just they, you know they could run through everything and they and they knew. I wonder if in time that we'll see more using um, like on online stuff, yeah, whereby they'll yeah. say if you want to see the beer list, then go here. And yeah. you know, th- there are already bars that do that that have that's like an cool. online yeah. beer list. Yeah, yeah. Tap screen things sometimes. Yeah, get, yeah. Um, so I suspect that will come more of a thing, and that, I think that's better than being given like a, a piece of paper because you've got to throw it away, haven't you? It's got to be disposable. Yeah. So. Yeah, to have it available online. See, that would be great as well in terms of the fact that if you could have a look to see what beers a place has got before you go there, then it would, you know, assuming the place gets good beers in, I reckon that could actually convince someone like me to go somewhere over somewhere else if I could yeah. see, actually, they, they, these are what they've got on right now. So, yeah, yeah I'm going to go there and not go there. So if you believe in the beers that you get in then why not you know and and, yeah. and you know it's kind of like a level up isn't it from kind of taking a picture of here are the you know the the clips of what we've got on today kind of having a constantly updated online thing it would be a great thing for uh, for a lot of venues um should we do um quick words then on the beers that we've had um adam clairvoyance i think really, probably really one that good. we've, we've all times. had I'm not, i've not really analyzed it 
you know, I've just drunk it as part of a, an evening. But um, yeah, it's kind of your classic kind of double dry hop thing. But it felt quite bitter, but in a good way, not like overly bitter, but more bitter than you would imagine. You tend to get more like sweeter versions. But yeah, um, Morrison's three pound can kind of the four forty style ones. Um, recommend it if you you're into that kind of double dry hopped hazy beer. Really, it's, it's good. Yeah. I think uh, drinking a beer like Clairvoyance, um, you should have allowed me or, or James to have reviewed that for yeah. you. Uh, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> um, mine was uh, absolutely bang on. Uh, lots of soft fruits in there again. Uh, my first beer of today, despite the fact that the Super Reds destroyed Knott's Forest <laughs> earlier on today, I resisted. I did have a non-vegan beer ready to drink tonight um, uh, um, as, a, as an alternative had Barnsley been relegated. I've got Barnsley Bitter in there as well. So I, w- I was going to break that rule and, and uh, put the Barnsley in as an overriding precedent uh, just for today. But uh, I can keep that now. I'll take that into the shop now and, and sell it. But the Verdant was outstanding. Really loved it. Good. Um, similarly, the which was actually way more complicated a beer than I thought it was going to be when I picked it up just thought oh IPA didn't really think very much of it but didn't realise it had got all the uh, the orange pink Fruit. grapefruit and lemon zest in there and actually I, I can as you drink it you can you can make out each of those individual flavours I can pick out the orange I can pick out the grapefruit and when you think about it, yeah I can actually pick out the lemon zest as well so um, very different to anything I've had before from um in terms of it's not just a hot bomb beer um but really nice very pleasant i kind of wish that i was sat outside in the sunshine drinking it um but i spent a bit of time in the sun this afternoon so you know it's just a little bit belated but um very nice yeah highly recommend it good stuff cool well thank you guys um so we'll be back we're not going to make any promises about when it'll be because we did that um last time and um we uh, obviously didn't make it the weekend after so we will be back very soon hopefully with laura back with us as well we'll get her beer of the month um and uh we will we'll try and round up a guest incidentally if there's anyone that um that watches these regularly or listens regularly that does fancy joining us, drop us a line, beer at sheffieldhopcast.co.uk. We are always on the lookout for new guests. You don't have to work in the world of beer at all. Um, Just being a, you know, a beer enthusiast, someone that enjoys having a, a drink, come and join us on an episode. Tell us about what beers you like, and let's just have a let's have a good old chimwag. Um, Are you even allowing Leeds fans into that, uh, James? As well, I've, do you know what I'm going to do for the next episode, Sean? I'm actually going to get some yellow and red cards made. <laughs> no, no, you, something's banned. That would be your red card offence. We, we we have we are in August uh, North are releasing a, a Leeds United yeah, uh, promotion beer. I will um, not be drinking it. I, I trust that you will not be stocking it either. Otherwise, I will we, be boycotting. We, 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 we will we will be stocking it, and there will be a, a free one of those in your box, James. <laughs> Next time you're in. <laughs> uh, um, Will you turn that? I, I'll, I'll, I'll be torn between holding you to that <laughs> and um, not wanting to drink that. What I will do is I'll be there outside your pub with a placard, <laughs> one man protest against you uh, selling such a beer in Sheffield. Um, right, cool. Great to see you guys. Um, take care, and uh, we will be back soon. See you later. Bye. Ta da.